Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Episode 54 of the Scott Gibson Show, how are you? Welcome, welcome on your return. If it's your first time, you've missed 53 episodes, you daft cunt. Welcome back, um, we, we listen to this podcast uh, orally, orally, we consume it, or, we, we, we speak it orally, we consume uh, eerily, I don't know what the word is for sure, anyway, my, my voice, my vocal vibrations are coming in your ear holes. And uh, you may sit and think to yourself, hey, thank God I'm listening to the big man at a time when world politics has been restored to the balance. Uh, all, all, all hail America. God is great. Uh, sleepy Joe Biden will lead us to the promised land. Or will he? Or will he? Is this uh, a removal of a right-wing dictator in the shape of an orange egg? Or is this simply uh, restoring the the balance of global politics so that the lizard people can remain in power for years to come? Donald Trump himself describes it as a swamp. Not my words. A swamp. 
the Washington Swamp. And you know what? I think the big mad orange bastard might just be right, by the way. The problem with Donald Trump is a lot of the stuff he's saying is true. Is there mass corruption? Corruption? That's a new word. Corruption in American politics. Yes. Is it covered and kept covered by global media? Yes. Is there a huge political undercurrent that not only controls mass politics but controls global economics? Yes, there is. Has he tried to uncover that? Yes, he has. Has he done it the right way? No, he fucking has he. No, he hasn't. Because the problem is, more people might have listened to Trump if he didn't stink Mexican wains in fucking cages and make fun of disabled people when he's doing his rallies. Then maybe people would have listened to the cunt, but he's a big mad orange bastard and it's not going to work out. And now we are seeing the true Scottish scum that's in his roots come to force because he's re fucking refusing to leave his house. His tenancy's up, the council's lobbing him out, He's digging his feet and he's going, I'm fucking going nowhere. Has Trump ever been more Scottish in his life? Let's look at this here. Dodgy tan. Tick. Shite hair. Tick. Mad banter. Tick. Terrified Eastern European wife locked up in the house. Tick. <laughs> now he's refusing to go. Squatter's right, you fucking cunt. You want me out, Biden? Come and get me. So Biden won in the end. Or did he? Who knows? We will await the recounts. Because there's going to be a recount, right? There's going to be twists and tails in this story. The people who are in the streets celebrating, fair enough, get out of your system. It's nice to have a party. It was joyful to watch. But the fucking winter is coming. Winter is fucking coming. It's, it's one of these situations you know, in, in American politics where the good guys are actually the bad guys and the bad guys are possibly the good guys. Does that make sense to you? Because it doesn't make sense to me. Biden's in. Did I know much about Biden? Did I fuck? Did any of you know anything about Biden? Did you fuck? But I am enjoying the fact that most of you are claiming to know his full political history on social media because that's what social media is for. Now, when we dig a bit deeper and we start to look at some of the news stories, turns out, oh, Biden likes a fucking bit of the young team. Who knew? Who knew? Potentially another creepy guy in the White House likes to pump young Let's, let's just say women. Let's not say Wayne's. Let's not say Wayne's. And I, let's just say Joe Biden likes his ladies young. Let's, let's leave it at that, shall we? I'm sure more will come out soon or people may find themselves chopped up inside a duffel bag at the hands of the CIA. Who knows how this will play out? At least we might get a good film with it. The other side of it is look at the family. Let's look at the boy, Hunter. Hey, Hunter Biden. Could you get more American name than Hunter? What are you going to call your boy, Joe? I'm going to call him Hunter. Hunter Biden. And he's going to grow up. He's going to be a great American. And he's going to run a corrupt Ukrainian oil firm. <laughs> Turns out, Joe Biden 
getting a bit of shite because uh, he's been involved in his son setting up a Ukrainian power company. Not power as in, fucking power of the people, Ukraine, number one, power as in, turn your lights on, turn your gas on, an energy firm, if you will. You may remember the, uh, the, the, the Ukrainian revolution that happened a few years ago. Uh, it was nice, you know, put the telly on, good bit of rioting, uh, people getting stones thrown at them, fireworks going off. It was exciting, right? We've not seen such great news since the London riots and that furniture shop went up. It was exciting to watch, okay? We enjoy a revolution that happens a long way away. We also enjoy a revolution that happens near a superpower, for example, Russia or China or... Let's... Will we say Iran? Yeah, they've got a wee bomb. Uh, we like we like a revolution that happens near one of the big nutters because if it does get out of hand, you know that they're going to step in and fucking murder every country. So you know there's going to be an end to it. It's going to be explosive. There'll be some Hollywood movies made. It's exciting to watch. Now, when it was all kicking off in Ukraine, I imagine there was young socialists, you know, lefties, on the street going, this is the start of change in Ukraine. This is it. You know, we're going to build a utopia. We're going to distance ourselves from Russia. And we're going to build a wonderful Ukraine. And the lizard people of the world, the global elite, the industrial powers, like the Bidens, have, have said, hey, there's opportunity here. Hunter's gone in, uh, somehow via China, in some way China's involved somehow, I don't really know the ins and outs, and uh, set up this uh, this energy firm. And uh, Joe Biden says, hey, I didn't know fuck all, but it wasn't involved. Turns out he was involved. Turns out not only was he involved, turns out he was at fucking meetings going, do you know who the fuck I am, cunt? I'm Joe Biden, fucking vice president, America States, you know what I mean? United America States of America. So see this, get this deal done. Or else, fucking Black Hawk down, mate. I'm going to blow up your village, right? Then turns out American aid to the tune of one and a half billion dollars was offered to Ukraine in exchange for a few people who may have had objections to the young Hunter Biden moving in on Ukrainian power sources. He went, listen, you want one and a half billion? See these two cunts? Get him out. He's sending his boy over. He's got to start a business. China's involved. Shut your fucking mouth. Now, this gets even more... Interesting when you find out that on the lead up to the American elections, these news stories were actually being silenced by social media companies. So it's now came out, it's been it's been shown, Facebook, Twitter, silencing, deleting, muting, covering up any tweet news stories relating to this story about Biden being involved in his son setting up businesses in Ukraine. And you think to yourself, we've all seen it now. Trump's tweets being muted, Trump's tweets coming with caveats at the bottom saying, look, this could basically bullshit, this mad cunt's half he's not. But you get stories like that that are being censored. Because, in their words, it could sway the election when it's not political. You would argue that it is political. If, if the American president is, is, is splayed across the world... And you know all their ins and outs and their secrets. You know? Trump went through the hole. He fucking likes to get pissed on. Jesus Christ. Now you have a story which is 
painting Joe Biden in a light that is not favourable to the people who want him in power. So the argument for that has to be that, yes, everyone who is celebrating that, you know, they have got power back or that the things are back to normal. The normal being exactly what Trump has tried to make is known of. The corruption. The in-bed ties that various families have across global politics and global economics. That very fundamental idea that American politics is corrupt. Global politics is corrupt. The thing that he has tried to say, the thing that he calls a swamp in Washington, the, 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 the political sphere in Washington is a swamp which can never be drained. His very words. You know? The reality that is that that is the truth. It is corrupt. And normality is that we return to a state where the powers that be, the big players, are restored to their rightful position. And the world continues to move on. I don't I don't feel as if this is over. I don't think it's as easy as CNN says, right? Biden's won. Trump, pack the bags, get the wigs in the fucking car, off you pop. I don't think it's going to be as easy as that. I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of stuff politically that's going to come out over the next couple of weeks. I, I hope, my only hope that's left for Trump is, I think, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to have to go. No, he may be back. He may be back. But I'm pretty sure he's going to have to step out at some point. If he has the opportunity to address the nation, which I imagine he does, I don't know enough about American politics at this point between now and the inauguration of the new president. I don't know if he gets a State of the Union, a parting speech. I think he does. But if he, Trump, uses that to blow the lid on everything, it is going to be, it could be one of the greatest political speeches in the history of global politics. If Trump really says, because the other thing about Donald Trump is, it is the need any of this. You've got to really question why he even got involved in it in the first place. I mean, the the only time that he seems to be enjoying it is when he's doing the rallies. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a really odd... He seems to come out of these things and he just kind of believe that the people are there, regardless of the fact they probably pay half of them to turn up, but he just, he just loves that. It's a, it's a narcissism. He needs to be the centre of attention. He needs people to to adore him, he needs fans, he's probably one of those guys who has become extremely successful, extremely wealthy, with no talent, and he meets people, and he sees people who have a talent or a skill, and he knows that he'll never have the thing they've got, he has built empires, built businesses, shafted people, fucking probably murdered people, buried them in concrete, whatever he's done, amassed this fortune, amassed this celebrity, he doesn't have a talent. So when someone comes along, like say, I don't know, like a great golfer or a, a singer or an actor, someone who has themselves built 
vast personal wealth, but done it on this one talent that they have, that probably boils his fucking piss. That probably boils his piss. Because he doesn't have that, what they've got. You know, he probably sees singers, musicians, artists, and he, and he, he knows he's never going to have that moment to stand on a stage. So he's become the fucking president. They kind of could have just done a book tour. You know, he could have just done a fucking book tour. Could have done like an evening with Gaza, like evening with Donald Trump. Turn up at the fucking <coughs> Larkshire Hall, <laughs> Lodge 14, and do an evening with Trump. £55, you get a crack dinner with that son, two pints. There's a raffle as well. You can win a four ball at fucking Trump come this day. So he's became fucking president because Obama took a piss at him and he thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And he he goes and does his rallies, he, he cheers, he talks shite, he ad libs. He loves it, you know? Gets a wee buzz at it. That's probably the last that's probably the last thing that gives him some kind of makes him feel alive. He's done everything. You know? Got uh, Eastern European wives, done it. Tick art box. Bought and sold companies, tick art box. Celebrity TV star, tick art box. He's done it all. What have I not done? I'm not, I'm not a rock star, man. I'd love to I'd love to do a gig as a rock star. You can't sing, Donald. Can't sing, can't play an instrument. What else you gotta do? Sits back in his chair, Trump Tower, turns the telly on, he sees fucking Obama doing a rally, a few thousand people. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be fucking president. Don't be stupid, Donald. Don't be president. After it all, after it's all done, the dust is settled. I'm telling you right now, and you heard it here first, right? Unless you heard it somewhere else, but you heard it here first. I give it six months, and the whole of America is back to loving Donald Trump again. Six months. And it won't be because he'll be going running again for office or being president again. None of that. He'll do all the talk shows, he'll do another reality TV show, he'll do everything, and he'll be taking the piss out of himself. He'll be taking the piss out of America and he'll be a lovable, daft old Donald again. And he'll fucking soar. Six months. That's how fickle all this bullshit is. That's how fucking mental all this is. Six months. As soon as he's on the talk show circuit, giving it out, you know, Mr. President, oh, how you doing? Ah, fucking what my life. What are you like, man? You elected me, you mad bastards. Fuck's sake. Who's the real mentalist here? Is it me or is it you? What am I fucking like, eh? They love him again. It'll be like Bush. Remember when Bush was in, the world's gone mad. People flying planes out of tears going, I can't see it playing golf. He's off his fucking night, he doesn't know anything. And then a couple of months later, where's Bush like, that uh, mad bastard? Fucking dancing, singing, playing wee songs. He's a fucking mad bastard, how many? That's going to be Trump. That's going to be Trump. But before he goes, before he... Before he leaves. And the thing is, he's got nothing to lose. He's got nothing to lose, man. He will have contingency plans all over the place. I, I would probably go as far as to say that when he leaves, I imagine Donald Trump will be the richest president in American presidential history. Because he'll have everything tied up. Copies of that, copies of that. FBI, CIA, fuck you, Snowden. It's your old pal Donald. You might come up with me, you cunt. You'll have fingers in every pie gone. 
But if he takes that opportunity to, when he leaves, to just stand on that podium, just with a fucking dossier, and go, right, maybe take your shoes off for this one because we're going to be here a while, strap in, cunts, here we go, and just work his way through every avenue of corruption that exists in American politics. Because here's the thing when we look at stuff like this, especially the American election and the state that it's in, and the mudslinging and the situation that's happening in America with Biden and Trump, it's exactly what's going on in, in, in politics across every other country on the fucking planet. Rife with corruption. People who run for MPs, people who run for Senates, however they do in the States. And then when they get in, it's about personal growth, personal worth. What can they get? I'd like you to do that. What am I going to get in return? The answer should be, fuck all, cunt, because it's your job, and that's what you're elected to do. But that's not how politics works. What am I getting? How can I push myself forward? Can Imagine for a minute if Trump was to stand uninterrupted, broadcasting to the world, and just go through all of the points that he claims is corrupt, in American politics and watch the media fucking melt as it tries to defend its position. It would be spectacular. But well it happened, who knows? Who knows? I, I just I just think that I just think that the bold by then I think is I think it's I think it's going to sway back and forward, man. I really I just don't know that it's going to be straightforward as he's in Trump suit. We move forward, the world's restored, everybody's happy again. I don't think it's going to be as easy as that. I mean, one of the things to take from it is that he um, a record number of votes for Biden, right? That that's the thing that seems to be getting pushed a lot, a lot just now about Biden is the record number of votes but at the same time a lot of the youth did not come out and vote again in America young people did not vote again and the thing that's really fucking shocked a lot of people is that the Latino vote in the black community had higher votes for Trump now what does that say these are the people who the, the Democrats, Biden and the left are saying that are, are unheard and that we are the part of you we've all seen the video uh, 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 Joe Biden turned around and said, "If you're no black, you, you well, if you're black, you should vote for me. And if you don't vote for me, you're not black. To a black man, you're like, what the fuck is this cunt talking about? There's been articles leaked this week where he's been doing uh, speeches in the past, where he's been talking about the poverty in America and the poor people, and then without even thinking, starts to talk about the blacks instead of the poor. So I mean, uh, listen." This is what happens when you get guys who are in their 70s, right? And you put them up and they have to talk fucking about stuff that they don't know or they just talk shit. Uh, well, well, it's, 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 uh, hang on, it's 2 o'clock. I usually have a nap at 2 o'clock. Well, Mr. President, you've got to go in there and fucking launch nuclear missiles. I bet. Sleepy Joe Biden, you know. Sleepy go bye-bye. I need even hear nap. Caramel tea and, and I lie down, hen. I'm really sorry. If you come back after lunch, I'll, I'll listen. I'll happily talk to you then. Not a problem. Sleepy fucking Joe Biden. Where is this uh, article here? 
Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has received the highest number of votes ever received during the United States presidential election. At the time of writing this, the 77-year-old former vice president, I thought he was 78, or maybe he's going to to turn 78, I think, when he's president, Um, he's received 69,512,303 votes, according to the Associated Press, surpassing Barack Obama's 2008 popular vote of 69,498 Right, I mean, it's a difference of, what, 14,000 votes? So let's all calm down a bit here, right? Once again, it's the way things are spun in the media. For for, for days I was hearing about a record number of votes. It is 14,000. That's, that's, that's one street in America. So let's, let's calm that down a wee bit. You've got. You've also got to think about that as well. You've got to think about if a if a record number of people turned out to vote and cast votes, a record number. Yet you only increased by fourteen thousand on what Obama received in two thousand eight. As it stands, uh, this is according to a BBC News article. Um, so take that with a pinch of salt. Biden is ahead of President Donald Trump in terms of popular votes uh, by around two and a half million. However, it's important to note that this by no means says that Biden has won the election. Well, he has won the election, so this is an old this is an old article taken from Yeah, the fourth of November, so it's over a week ago. Um It's just it's just gonna be very for me it's just gonna be very interesting to see how this spins out because there's gonna be recounts, without a doubt there's gonna be recounts. And then and then status quo returns, man. Status quo returns. The lizard people are back in again. You know? Get the drones. Fire the drones up. Get the fucking Alsatians. Get a rubber band on his willy. Let's open up Guantanamo. Let's fucking get the status quo back. (laughs) People in Biden's White House going, what's first, Sleepy Joe? Right, first thing is, everybody has a siesta. Half one, a half three. But president, shut your fucking mouth, cunt. The fucking lizards are back in power. Status quo has returned. So, nap time. Half one, a half three. Guantanamo, what's happening? It's shut, gaffer. Get it fucking open. Somebody wash the jumpsuits. Wake up the Alsatians. We've got a few Iranians to fucking torture. Here we go. Next, Snowden. Put a bullet in the cunt's head. Fourth, get the drones up. Get my targets. Let's get the status quo back to normal, boys. <laughs> get Barack on the phone. <laughs> oh. American America, you fucking cunts. Oh, American politics, man. It's uh it's a shambles. It's uh it's an absolute shambles. But, you know, winners and losers. Winners and losers. There's always got to be winners and losers. Speaking of winners and losers, let's uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about our wee pal Kanye West, eh? Because I think Kanye was forgotten about in a lot of the election coverage. Uh, on the night, you know, we all watched um, Joe Rogan's interview with Kanye. We were all very disappointed in it. 
Uh, Joe Rogan basically sat with his mouth open and his cock out and just fanboyed over Kanye, talking utter shite. But um, the the American rapper, stroke mentalist, stroke crackpot, stroke too much money, stroke needs mental attention, was obviously running for president quite late in the in the in the run. Um, but how did he do? How did he do? Badly. Is the short answer. Forty uh, three year old rapper, forty three, uh, is conceded after his self styled birthday party. Now that's what he's caught. That's what he's calling his party. So you got the Democrats, the Republicans, and the birthday. You know, because they're not going to say the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, and the birthday party. Even th- even that just shows that either one, he's not taking this serious, or two, he is a fucking idiot. At his core, when you strip away all the money, all the fame, the stupid shoes, the fucking rubber soles, you strip all that away, at his core, he is a complete fucking idiot idiot that's what it says take it serious mate or fuck off what what are you going to call your party can you uh the birthday party yeah fucking toilet uh another another independent uh libertarian joe jorgensen what a name made a much stronger strong stronger showing claiming one and a half million votes one and a half million votes Kanye West collected sixty thousand. <laughs> Kanye West collected sixty thousand votes out of a possible estimated total voting of a hundred and sixty million, and that fucking toilet gets sixty thousand. An independent, uh, George Jorgensen. Don't even know if that's a real person. Don't even know if it's a real name. Sounds like a made up name. Got one and a half million votes. Wesley on Rogan. Wisney on every fucking social media platform every minute, every fucking day and that can't get one and a half million votes compared to Kanye's 60,000. West's political career may not yet be over, unfortunately. He tweeted Kanye 2024 this week signalling another bid to come. And do you know what? See if he does run in 2024. I hope that he bankrupts himself because something needs to end this guy. Something needs to end him and go back to singing because he's got too much fucking money. I'm just reading this here. In this first presidential attempt, I mean, even the fact that the that any news outlet and this is BBC News is is condoning this or, or talking about it as if it's an actual attempt at the president. This this should be written as comedy. This should be a comedy article. This should be written as the Bampot Kanye West, but not serious in his first political attempt because we'd be the BBC and we don't want to upset anybody. In this first presidential attempt, West appeared on the ballot in 12 states, missing the filing deadline and most others. He gathered the most votes, 10,000 in Tennessee, a state that typically favours Republican candidates. When he announced his candidacy in July, West had said that his platform was modelled on modelled off Wakanda, the fictional kingdom from Black Panther. Is this real? Is this serious? Because see if, see if this is real. This man needs help. This, this man needs help if this is real. 
When he announced his candidacy in July, West had said that his platform was modelled off Wakanda. Wakanda forever! And nobody at that point went, he said, what? Right, get the jacket, get the van, he's turned again, we're going to get him. Ending police brutality was a priority, he told Forbes in an interview, and was cleaning up chemicals. As was cleaning up chemicals, in our deodorant, in our toothpaste, and was focused on protecting America with its great military. This is this this is more mental than Trump. And why the party name? Why the birthday party? Kanye West says because when we win, it's everybody's birthday party. He said, "Fuck me, man." But West candidacy was a subject of much criticism, obviously, and concern about his health. At a rally in Charleston, South Carolina. Meant to officially launch his campaign, the star made several bewildering rants at one point saying that 19th century abolitionist Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves, she just had the slaves go to work for other white people. Okay. West later began crying when talking about abortion, saying, saying that his parents almost aborted him and that he had previously wanted to abort his daughter. He previously wanted to abort his daughter, but unfortunately she was four years old at the time. The rapper disclosed last year that he had bipolar, and that's a surprise, uh, and his wife Kim Kardashian West posted on social media amid his run asking for compassion and empathy for West, whose words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Because he's a crackpot. Posts on Twitter by West urging followers to write in his name on ballots for, pre for president incited criticism that he was effectively siphoning votes away from legitimate candidates, which he was. Right, so it's going to go in 2024. It's going to go again. What an absolute crackpot this boy is, man. An absolute crackpot. Listen, and I, I enjoy some of Kanye's West stuff, uh, as I'm sure everybody does. And it's no reflection on him as an artiste, yeah, as a rapper. But this whole, you know, I'm sent for God's bullshit, it's it's got to stop, man. That that's that's the one thing that needs to end about the American political system and the way that it's put across is the whole fucking attachment with the church. The whole fucking God bless America, and God we trust, and God said to me, first of all, I'd like to thank God. Get to fuck, man. Just fuck off. God's given me a purpose, Joe Rogan. God speaks to me in my dreams. I would say you're a fucking crackpot, son. And if God's talking to you, you need help. God talks to one person, the Pope. And even that, I would question. That's, that's the only thing that still annoys me, this. I'd just like to start by thanking God. Would you? Good. Now fuck off. God is great. Without you, God, none of this is possible. <laughs> 60,000 votes, man. How much did that cost him? Eh? Again, too much money. Too much fucking money. That's that's where Biden should start. Biden should start with people like Kanye West. Just turn up and go, do you know what? Hand it over. What's your pin number? Right. We're going to give you $50 a week and you're going to stay in this house and you're going to shut up. Alright? You need medical attention, son. 60,000 votes for Kanye West. I'd love to interview the 60,000. There's a documentary for Netflix called The 60,000. Find the 60,000 who voted for Kanye West, interview them and see how mental they are. 
And either it is because they're a crackpot or they've done it for a laugh. That's it. Fucking 60,000 votes, man. Right, let's look at some uh, some questions that we've got uh, from the Patreonis, from the Rascals. Thank you to all of you who have got in touch. Uh, Richard Kelly, could Trump quotes be a regular topic somewhere last week? So probably especially the Diet Coke one. Mate, the Diet Coke one is phenomenal. When I saw that, I genuinely thought this is absolutely phenomenal. Again, listen, I, I, I am not a Trump fan. I don't want people thinking I'm a Trump supporter. I am not at all. I think some of the stuff he's done is horrendous. I think some of the things he has said is horrific. Do I think some of his actions and his words have instilled violence? 100% yes. But sadly, we are living in a time just now where you cannot, people cannot see through the indifference. So, for example... The way Trump has treated Muslims with the travel ban, the way that Trump has spoke about Mexican people, spoke about immigrants, spoke about women, is shocking. But things that he has said about corruption within world politics, true. The, the, the way in which he's handled the stock market in America has improved dramatically in the last couple of years. But you can't see that because... We only see the issues just now, and it's the hot topics. I, I think that the way that America dealt with COVID, I think we're putting the complete travel ban in, on, on China, I think that was probably the right move. I really do. I think the way that we've dealt with it in the UK has been shocking compared to America. I really do. I think that this whole idea of we went into a lockdown, we came out of lockdown, we're adding countries onto the list, then we're taking them back off again. We're asking people to self-quarantine when a lot of people are not self-quarantined. There's still no social distancing going on. I'm in a shop again today. I had to go to the post office for the missus. There's somebody in the post office without a mask. Nobody in the post office says anything. I mean, still now, it's still happening. What You know, what is going on? What is fucking going on? I'll tell you something else, man, right? I, I think here here's a fucking, here's a wee, a wee idea, a wee scenario, right? A wee conspiracy theory for y'all. What if COVID, right? What if COVID was actually we all? I think we can all agree now. It's a weapon. Right? It's been weaponized by the Americans and by the Chinese. It's a weapon, biological, chemical, however you want to call it. It's a weapon. It is not mutation of an existing virus. It is man-made. It's a weapon. What if the the lizards? The status quo, the Bidens, the Obamas, the, uh, the the global players, the liberal elite. What if they could not risk another four years of Trump? And you may think this is a bit far-fetched because American politics, how much is that control? I think we can prove and we know now that the, the American office of the White House, of the president, is the linchpin in this kind of normality, status quo of global politics. And the people who control mass markets, who control economies, are un unable to influence another like Trump. 
because he wants to be in control of everything. Whereas American presidents in the past, they're able to influence because it's a bit of give and take. So what if COVID was actually released in order to create this global pandemic? Because they knew that Trump would play out the way it's played and he would not be able to deal with it. It would shut it down. And when it shuts down the economy, he will fail. When it forces people inside, he will fail. And effectively, COVID played a massive part in how the result of the election played out. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if you fucking get in there, you maybe there may be a CCTV video, a young Hunter Biden coming into the Wuhan lab. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But uh, Richard Kelly, the 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 Trump stuff, mate. It, it's uh, it's just beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I need to dig out some more. Um, I did find this thing on on, on a news website, and it's saying um, the uh, what has Donald Trump said about your country? Now some of them are quite boring. Uh, the North Korea one's a wee bit funnier. Uh, this is what he shared about uh, Kim Jong-un. Chairman, Chairman Kim uh, has a great and beautiful vision for his country. Slavery uh, and all the United States, with me as president, can make that vision come true. Let's not forget, he did call him Rocket Man, which I think we all loved. I think we all enjoyed that. Of all the things he could have said, you know, crazy choosers, big flares, you know, he, he could have went down a very different route. But he chose Rocket Man, and I think we all enjoyed that. I think even people on the left would have would have enjoyed Rocket Man, you know. But I, I need to dig out some more Trumpisms and uh, and come back on on that one. But uh, definitely, mate, my definitely. Andy Ward, we're going to ask that in a minute, mate. Uh, Craig Aitken, people who present the weather forecast necessary evil or pointless indulgence. Uh, Craig, uh, first of all, uh, you know, real real venom, a, ne- a necessary evil. <laughs> I've never heard the weather weather reports been described as a necessary evil. I fucking hate these bastards, but I understand it's part of life. I think I think if there's anybody who is under the age of 40, let's say, for maybe, aye, let's say 40, right? Anybody under the age of 40 who genuinely, like, without joking, watches the news, uh, sorry, the weather report for the weather, needs some form of therapy, psychological analysis, or medication. There's only two ways you should watch the weather, right? Either in the hope that something happens, or it's a sexy weather presenter. That's it. You know, sexy weather man, sexy weather lady, whatever your preference is, that's the only reason you watch it, you know? It's the only reason people in Scotland used to watch it when that mad bird done the old one, the old fucking, the old deer used to do the weather, pure costly up like a dominatrix. That's the only reason people watched it. Women would turn it on to go, ah, what the fuck is she wearing the new? And their husband would go, in the new, my God, what is she wearing the new? It's the only reason you watch it. There's a guy who does Channel 4, looks like he does it for his house on a Zoom call. His face fills a third of the screen. It's terrifying. He's got a giant forehead, he's got weird eyes. I fucking hate it when it comes on. Turn it straight off. I don't think anybody's generally watching. I don't think anybody's sitting in the house going, Shop! The weather's on! Right, where are we? Where are we? 
on the map. Here's, here's the other thing. While we're on about weather. See if I watched the weather report in the past, because I don't watch it now, but if I did, and it didn't see the town in which I lived in, I was like, get it fucking off! Weather does not exist. Necessary evil? Maybe. Is it just another moneymaker? Because now you're getting things like, tonight's news is sponsored by Ockintoshin. Grab yourself a bottle, drink yourself to death. Maybe it's just another way for the for the TV uh, companies to generate a bit of income. I don't know. But uh, I I would I think maybe we need a, a revival of the weather. And I think the weather should be Alison Hammond. Uh, who's that? The big the big lassie for this morning and Big Brother. Alison Hammond on that floating map with the two topless uh bear bum butlers, right? That's that is the news and the weather. I would tune in for. If I'm watching Channel 4 News, for example, still on the news I watch, but if I'm watching John Snow and John Snow says, I'm from Channel 4 News, I'm John Snow, look at my socks, good evening. Now Alison Hammond with the weather, and it cuts to Alison Hammond in the English Channel on on a floating map of the UK. And and she's she's jumping about with two bare bum butlers. That is the weather I would watch. Now, how we make that happen, I do not know. Who we speak to about this, I do not know. Maybe we need to speak to Biden when he does his first state visit. You know, you see Lizzie, shake her hand. We go, uh, Sleepy Joe, question here for the People's Republic. Um, would you endorse the movement to have Alison Hammond um, read every weather report with two beer bum butlers on a floating, uh, a floating uh, an inflating floating map of the UK and English Channel? Uh, Joe Biden and he probably that I never knew my son was in Ukraine fuck off I think that is how we I think that's how we restore people's faith in the weather and I think that's how we put the weather back at the forefront of people's minds and in their homes Alison Hammond two big bum butlers a floating inflatable map of the UK in the fucking English channel done solved Next question. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Andy Ward. Andy. Andy has asked, and I know why he's asked it. Andy's asked, uh, trees up in November, discuss now. Let me say this. You may have seen the uh, the social media post that I put up a couple of days ago. We've put a Christmas tree up. Now, I can, I can hear the podcast being turned off. I've picked the tree up because a couple of reasons. Just just fix my fix myself here for for our destination. I think we can all agree that this year all bets are off. All rules are off. All rules are off. I will fully admit previous years. And, let me state this now, on years going forward, I am very much a man who is firmly in the camp of no trees up until December. 100%, both my feet are in that camp. I will not be moved. I will not be swayed. I will have no discussion on that matter. You should not have a Christmas tree up before December the 1st. That is my stance. 
However, I will follow that up with a caveat. This year is a bag of fucking shite. A full bag to the brim of steaming human waste. So, if you want to put your tree up now, put your fucking tree up now. If you don't want to put a tree up, don't put a fucking tree up. This year, match abandon, pools panel award, a home win. Forget it. And I tell you another thing, right? See, come Christmas, see anything you used to do like, don't open a present, don't drink Baileys before then, don't have that, don't have this. All li- Listen to me. All bets are off. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because see when we do get back to some kind of normality, when suddenly everybody's had their arse jagged, we're all COVID free, we can go back out fucking spitting on people, shitting on each other, pissing in the street, everything's fine. Getting steaming, eating a kebab, rolling about a pavement with your jacket off, nobody gives a fuck, right? When we're back to that, then you'll be judged again. Then you'll be judged again. I made a sourdough at the weekend. Yeah, fucking poof. We'll be judged again. So now, when we we are still in lockdown, lockdown two, electric boogaloo, all bets are fucking off. You want to put your tree up? Put your tree up. You want to make sourdough loaves? Make a sourdough loaf. You want to fucking put a thing on your bum? You do what you want. Because all bets are off. So, Andrew, answer your question. Yes, my tree's up. We bought some very exciting, uh, what are they called? Fucking baubles, Christmas baubles uh, at the weekend. And uh, Sunday was a, a bit of a shit day. And we thought, you know what? Fucking trees get up. So the tree went up. Already I feel a bit more festive. Uh, it's it's the, the, the twinkling lights have added some ambiance to the room. So far the cat's been good. Hasn't touched a single bobble on it. We've come out we've come to an agreement and uh, it looks like we're safe. But let me state my position again. Every year up to now and every year past, you do not put a tree up before the first of December. But this year all bets are off. So if you're sitting there going, I really want to put my tree up, I want to be festive, I want to bask in the glory of tinsel, but I'm scared in case my neighbours judge me, you get your tree up, and then you climb into your neighbour's garden, and you take a shit in their garden, and then you scream at the top of your voice, fuck you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> We're past, we're past the stage of let's all be nice to each other and maybe now COVID will bring the world together and we'll all unite and kumbaya my lord none of that get in your neighbour's garden shite in their garden and scream fuck you cunt my tree's going up that's it that is it listen I know the tree thing is a big debate for some people I know that you know but, but I think if anything 2020 has taught us one all rules are off and two Choose your fights. Choose your battles. Somebody wants to put a tree up, put a fucking tree up. Am I going to talk about your hinge your back? Yes, I probably will. But do what you want, man. Have some fucking balls. Have some cojones. You know? Say to yourself, am I putting a tree up? 
But if the neighbours say turn about, it's Franco. Fuck the neighbours. I'll go door to door and I'll fucking slash you cunts. Your tree's going up. Put your tree up, man. Grow a pair of boys. Put your tree up. Do it. When you finish listening to this podcast, get in the loft, get a tree down, get the fucking tree up. Get the lights on. Get the energy bills up. Get some money back in the grid. Let's fucking rebuild this country. Let's make Scotland great again. Through trees. <laughs> and fucking 70 watt Christmas bulbs. Make Scotland great again. That is my campaign that I'll be running for uh, First Minister in 2021. Because I tell you what, I can kind of do a worse job than what's getting fucking done now. Make Scotland great again. And, and how exactly will you make Scotland great again, Mr Gibson? We're going to take back the oil. We're going to take back the fish. We're going to march to York. We're going to cut that cunt seed off. We're going to put it in a basket and we're going to send it to Lizzie. Basically, everything that happened in Braveheart, apart from me getting fucking hung down and quartered, we're going to do it. And we're going to do it fucking mental. Right? We're going to build a wall. <laughs> we're going to build a wall twice the height of Hadrian's Wall. That's only three feet. Bigger than that. We're going to build a wall at the border. Shut off. Make Scotland great again. <laughs> oh. Trees up. Get it up. Enjoy yourselves. Make Scotland great again. Let's wrap this up, man. This this feels like it's it's gone off on another mad tangent again. It's because you know what? I just I just want the Trump thing to be over. I just want it to be over because I'm fed up. I constantly seen it. It's the new Brexit, man. It feels as if the media has become so stupid across the globe that it cannot deal with a number of things at once. It just says, "No, we're talking about Biden. No, we're talking about politics." Fuck up. So here here's an interesting little 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 ditty. Um, that we'll finish on, um, and it's it's this uh, modern body armor was invented by a pizza delivery guy who was tired of being shot at. That's right, modern body armor, body armor that is worn, I believe, to this day, or from the technology of this body armor was not invented by CIA, MI five, Mossad. No, no, no. It was invented by a pizza delivery guy. He was just fucking tired of getting shot at, man. Just fucking sick and tired. Uh, obviously, this story is in America. Uh, where else would you shoot a police, a, a pizza delivery guy? Most most uh, gunfights, I imagine, would, would cease fire. You know, to, to welcome in a pizza delivery. That's uh, that's how the the British uh, used to deal with the with the IRA, you know, when they would unload shots at each other, it would all kick off. They would phone a, a Domino's, and the Domino's guy would be like, "Hey, fucking Domino's, you country!" And they, everybody would stop, put down like, on both sides, and they'd share a they'd share a slice of a a, a meteor, you know. And then because the British po- uh, army are mo- mostly English at that point, uh, the bastards, you know, they'd, they'd fucking snaffle a cut of their eye and drag them back across their side. And then it would kick off again. And then next kind of like, fucking got your cheesy bread, you bastards. And then they'd stop again. And some of the rabble like, fucking no fun for us again. You know, so. 
Anyway, um, this article is uh, from uh, Unilad uh, website, uh, up there with um, the Metro for absolute shite. Um, and the, the question is simple. It's not a question you'd, you'd expect to hear. But it kind of makes sense when you learn that modern body armor was invented by a pizza delivery guy. Let's read that sentence again. Because not only is it mind-blowing, I just can't believe I read those words in that order. Um, it's not a question you'd expect to hear. But it kind of makes sense to learn that the modern body armor was invented by a pizza delivery guy. It kind of makes sense. No, it fucking doesn't. You could go in eggheads. You could go to any fucking brainiac quiz in the planet and go, was modern day body armour invented by US military, secret government fucking think tank, or a pizza delivery guy? Not one nutter is saying pizza man. None. We usually picture pizza delivery drivers to be dressed in pretty normal attire, maybe a branded shirt and matching cap if they're in an American film. It would be surprising to see them in protective gear, knowing some fucking rough parts of Glasgow, wouldn't he? But pizzeria owner Richard Davis found that armour would have come in handy when he was threatened with guns on on one, sorry, on more than one occasion. So let's take a step back here. The cunt wasn't shot, he was just threatened with a gun. That's a big difference. And again, an example of exaggerated media. If I say to you, listen, I am sick of getting shot every time I go, oh my God, where have you been shot? Well, I've not actually been shot, I've just, somebody's waved a gun at me. But wait a minute, you just said you've been shot. I know, but, I, well, they've never actually shot me or shot at me. I just, you know, I, they, they keep waving guns. Every time you deliver a pizza, someone waves a gun at you. No, every time, but I mean, like, once I was out and this guy was waving a gun at my face. Oh my God, you, you, and what happened? Did you phone the police? Well, I mean, I say waving, you know, actually, he kind of, he, he lifted up his shirt to, to pay me money and I saw the gun in the holster and I was like, oh my God, he went, oh my, geez, well, you, you can't have concealed weapons in this state, so did you contact, well, I mean, I say, I say that he lifted his shirt. What, what actually happened was I was watching a film on my iPhone and uh, the guy in the film had a gun and then I delivered the pizza. Uh, but I'm just sick, I'm sick of getting shot all the time, you know? That's the media. That's the media we live in. Davis opened a pizzeria in Detroit, a rough tune, uh, after serving in the US Marine Corps. Wait a minute, wait a minute! An ex-US Marine opens a pizzeria and then complains that somebody's waved a gun at him. An ex-Marine? Is he a fucking shite bag? Uh, one night... One night, he was called to an address through a back alley, oh aye, where he ended up being held up at gunpoint. Well, that's that fucking Bobag's fault fucking doing an alley, innit? Weeks later, another order came in from the same address, and he went, no, that's time, cunt! But knowing that the same men were likely behind the call, he came prepared with a .22 revolver hidden under the pizzas. When David... Oh, <laughs> right, so... Guys ordered a pizza, they filled one like, Geezy pizzas, you fucking daft cunt, and we're no paying you the boat. They then had the audacity to phone the same pizza shop back and go, listen, mind when we robbed you, you mad wee shite bag. Well, I've got to say, mate, chef's kiss, that pizza was fucking delicioso. 
any chance of another piece of He's like, of course, mate, I'm on my way, but I'm bringing my fucking 22 revolver, you cunt. <laughs> Who ordered the pepperoni and kablammy? <laughs> it's a spicy meatball. How spicy, Franco? It fucking blew my jaw off. No, mate, that's my 22 revolver, you cunt. <laughs> oh, when Davis arrives, the robbers attempted the same stunt and gunfire broke out. Now, here's what I love about Americans. I love, I love how fucking stupid they are. See if I had a revolver, right? Not a pea shooter, a fucking revolver inside a pizza box. Explain to me how gunfire breaks out. Gunfire's like wild, wild, wild west. Pew, 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 pew. How does gunfire break out? Surely there's three shots at the most. Bang, he's dead. He shoots me, bang. I shoot him, bang, he's dead. Three shots. It's hardly gunfire. We read on. The pizzeria owner suffered one shot to the back of the leg. Obviously, he's trying to run away. Again, hardening the fact he's a shite bag. Uh, well, grazed his temple. Oof. He fired four shots back and left two of his, of his attackers wounded. In the weeks he spent recovering, his pizzeria was burnt to the ground. Oh, you fucking mess with the wrong cunts, Franco. Now see if he just delivered the... Here's another thing about it. See if he just gave them that pizza. You know, if he just gave them that pizza, let them take it for free, he would still have his shop and he wouldn't get shot at. You know? Is it worth it? I don't know. Uh, David... Davis uh, had just $70 to his name. Obviously not a very successful pizza shop if he's only got $70, but was determined to move forward uh, after having learned from his experience. Maybe the experience is, don't turn up without backup. Maybe that's the experience. Or, shoot to kill. Uh, protective gear has been around for generations, but obviously chain mail and metal helmets aren't quite so common anymore. See if I open the door to a pizza delivery guy wearing a full medieval helmet and chainmail, I'm more likely to shoot him than I am just to shoot a normal guy in a hat going, Did you order a fucking Papa John's, my man? Can <laughs> you imagine opening your door? Hey, did you order a stripper? There's a fucking full medieval knight standing here. No, it's, uh, it's your pizza, big man. Just how there's a cunt getting shot in here. Metal plates made a comeback with uh, the rise of rifles. Uh, during World War II, Colonel Malcolm C. Grau of the British Army used nylon and manganese steel plates to create the flank vest. Uh, this style was used uh, until the Vietnam War, but in the early 70s, David managed to create a more effective vest following a breakthrough with new lightweight, super strong synthetic fabric Kevlar. Uh, the material is five times stronger than steel and more flexible, so Davis fashioned it into a vest using ballistic nylon. He dubbed the creation Second Chance. <laughs> wow. Second Chance Vest and made it with the intention of giving it to police. He had little success in selling the product at first, but won police over after putting on a demonstration in which he donned the vest and shot himself in the torso. Wow. Wow. Throughout testing, Davis shot himself a total of 190 times. What the fuck is wrong with Americans, man? 
proving the vest to be more than effective. His pitch was so impressive that the vest later became standard uniform for police across the US and variations on his original design are still used by troops today. Imagine imagine trying to go and sell them. Listen, I'm trying to sell this bulletproof vest. We've got vests, mate. We've got... No, but this is a new bulletproof vest. We've got vests. Hold on. Franco. Get here and show him the vest. Cunt comes out full fucking medieval armour chainmail on the helmet. Look. Can I get a bullet past that? No, but, but I, want, I want to sell you this one. Listen, we don't need them. What does he do? Does he go home? Does he change the design? Does he give up? No. He does the right thing. He does the only thing a true American would do. He takes out a gun and he fucking shoots himself. <laughs> he shoots himself 190 times to prove it fucking works. Because that is what an American does. Listen, there's no hope. There is absolutely no hope for that country, man. Oh... There's nothing else in the article. It doesn't even tell us if, you know, it made money. It doesn't, even, doesn't tell us what happened to the pizza there. Did the pizza shop open up again? You know? Did they ever rebuild it? Who knows? Who knows? But what we do know is he shot himself 190 times to prove... I don't think I'd be willing to do anything 190 times to prove that it works. <laughs> I mean... <coughs> are you going to go door to door? Gonna go door to door with a fucking alright, hey, listen, uh, any guns in the house? No. Is your man a mad bastard? Yes indeed, son. Anybody ever try to shoot him? I, I don't think so. Never to be too safe with this new uh, fashioned ballistics home fucking apron. It's an apron that can take a gunshot. <laughs> the housewives of Glasgow have been crying out for a ballistic apron. They can be sitting down the fucking lentil soup and then through the window. Oh no, it's fat boy. Bang. Right to the chest. Run back to the, the mafia gang. I fucking got her gaffer. She was making soup. I shot her right in the fucking chest. Did she have one of those ballistic fucking aprons on? I never checked. Cut back, seen in the kitchen. The granny rips the fucking apron off. Two AK-47s under there. Right, Kanto. Party time. <laughs> A ballistics apron. That's what your granny needs. A Kevlar coated apron in case it fucking kicks off down the scheme or at a WI meeting. But Davis, I hope you're safe and well, sir. I hope you're safe and well. Uh, and I hope that the uh, being shot 190 times hasn't done anything to your mental health. You mad bastard. Right, let's wrap it up, man. Thanks for listening, team, as always. Um, again, Patreon episode out on Friday. Uh, any questions or topics, get in touch. Uh, quiz tonight, uh, 8.30pm on Facebook. And every single Wednesday. Um, so check that out. Uh, stay safe as always. Wash your hands and your arsehole. If you are enjoying the podcast, please do share it. And if you're not already on the Patreon, then consider joining. It's less than a pound a week. You get access to all of the special content including that extra episode that goes out every single Friday. Uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Those of you who do support the show, cannot thank you enough. Uh, look after yourself. Stay safe, as I said. Wash your hands and your arsehole. And I'll hopefully see you in a battlefield soon. Take care. Onwards.